Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. I always love to help you prepare yourself for marriage because marriage is hard work. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Having your the person you love most in the world build your life with you, there's nothing quite as wonderful as it. But you have to learn how to be married and to be happily married. It doesn't just fall from the tree. You know, there's a certain way you... There's certain skills that you have to learn, you know, and unfortunately, we're not taught those skills. You know, we're taught everything else. We're taught how to do our careers. We're taught about math and English. But the very foundation, which is the family and having a happy home, we're not really taught. So I love to always teach how to be happily married. Now, when you get married, you're going to find out that relating with your husband may be a little bit different than when you were dating. That's because when you're dating, the expectation is that everything is all about you. He's trying to, or at least it should be. He's trying to woo you. He's trying to get you to choose him above everybody else. He's trying to show you how much he loves you. But after marriage, the expectation is that you guys will be fulfilling each other's happiness and fulfilling each other's needs. The best marriage is a marriage where you're both serving one another, where you're both Yeah, the husband is there thinking, wow, what can I do for my wife, you know, to make her happier? What can I do for my wife to serve her? What can I do for my wife to meet her needs? And at the same time, the wife is there thinking the same thing. So that those are the best marriages. So today I want to talk to you about what you as a wife can do to honor your husband. Now, honor is important because honor is a man's greatest need. It's more important than any other need. Another word for honor is respect. I have a podcast episode that says, if you don't have this, don't marry him. Meaning that if you don't respect a man, don't marry him. And it's possible to love a man and not respect him. Very possible. But it's not possible to have a happy marriage if you don't respect the man. He may deal with your disrespect for a little bit, but it's going to show up at some point that he's not happy with it. So I want to give you four ways to honor your husband. Okay, four ways to respect him. Number one is to allow him to fail. You have to realize when you get married that your husband is imperfect and he's going to fail. Now, when I say allow him to fail, I'm not talking about self-destructive behavior. I'm not talking about something that's going to bring the whole family down and you just sit there and watch it happen. No, but if you're driving with him and he's making a mistake, as a matter of fact, Joyce Meyer who I love to listen to was telling a funny story how she was driving with Dave, her husband. And, you know, men that don't like to ask for directions. So she's telling him, no, you should go this way. No, you should go that way. Stop. It's a stop sign. Do this, do this. Trying to control him as he's driving. And he was so frustrated. She was so frustrated. And then finally, she says that they got to a stop sign. And she said that the Holy Spirit said to her, Why can't you shut up? You know, like, why can't you just, if he gets lost, let him get lost. Why do you have to be his Holy Ghost Junior? Why do you have to be the person in his ear that's trying to help him stop making a mistake in every area? 
You do not have to advise and correct your husband in everything. Allow him to go his own way. Let him get lost. Let him make a mistake. Allow him to be himself. Allow him to be human. A lot of times as women, we are afraid of the men embarrassing us. <laughs> that's just the honest truth. Let's just be real. We're afraid that he's going to do something that's going to embarrass us because, you know, we're one. People are going to associate us with him. So then we just, you know, we try and stop them or we think that we're their mom. Although we don't want to admit that, but sometimes we treat our husbands like children. And that's probably one of the worst things you can do. Allow him to choose his own things, allow him to make his own mistakes. Unless you're someone that knows how to talk with influence, then of course, you know, you can, but even still allow him to make his own mistakes. A lot of the damage women do in their marriage is trying to keep their husbands from making a a minor mistake. So that it's, you, you don't realize it now, but when you get married, you're going to realize how important that is. Now, number two, Confront your husband in love, but let God be the enforcer. So the first thing I said is allow him to make mistakes. So I don't want you to think that means that you can't ever talk to him. You can talk to him about issues that bother you. You can talk to him about things that he does that you don't like. You can talk to him about things that are important in the family. You can talk to him about, you know, anything. So it doesn't mean that you can't talk to your husband. It just means that you can't be nagging him for every little thing. But when something bothers you, right, when he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing, You can confront him in love, which means that you choose the timing to talk. It's not every time you talk. You don't talk when in the heat of the moment. He did something you don't like, then you decide, okay, I got to let it out. I got to tell you how I feel. Nope. You wait until there's another opportunity where you guys are both relaxed. You're both chill. Then you can tell him, you know, and and you don't say we need to talk. No, you just bring it up. Maybe you're watching the movie. He said, you know what? Oh, you know what? I... That other day when that happened, this is how it made me feel. You bring it up like that and you confront him in love. You don't confront him accusing him, saying, you know, I. you can tell him, I know you didn't mean to do this, whether he meant it or not. That's how you start the conversation. I know you didn't mean to do this, but when you did this, this is how it made me feel. Because the point of the matter is you want an open discussion where he feels comfortable to talk. And he's not going to feel comfortable to talk if you're jumping down his throat. Men are warriors. They're fighters. So if you're fighting him, you're confronting him, he's going to fight you back. But at the end of the day, you want a solution to this problem, right? You're not going to get a solution fighting him. So you confront him in love. That's number one. And number two is you let God be the enforcer. Let God be the enforcer. What that means is that after you've said what you need to say, you trust God to change the man. And sometimes as women, what we do after we've said something and we don't see a change, we start punishing him. You know, we have an attitude. We knock things around. We're not the same with him. You know, we're not as affectionate. We're not as giving. We're not as loving. We're letting him know that, look, I'm you, you still in trouble with me. You know, we sometimes we nag sometimes. So you have to make the commitment. Once you've spoken to your husband in love that you are going to let God to correct him and you're going to continue to talk about it only to God, because sometimes what happens is that God will correct you. Maybe you're the problem. Sometimes you're may, you may be misunderstanding something. Sometimes it may be something that has to do with trauma from your past and you're getting mad at the man, but it really has nothing to do with him. You have past trauma that when he does things, you, you interpret it through that trauma. So 
when you say something and you leave it alone and you only bring it back to God, he can correct all of that. Or sometimes it really is the man, but God will correct them. You can go back in your prayer closet and say, get him, Lord, get him. Just get him. You know, ask God to get him. Ask God to deal with him. You can change your husband without a word, with a gentle and quiet spirit. That's what God's word says. Either God's word is true or not. You know, and the opposite of a gentle, quiet spirit is a rough and loud spirit. And the reason why we're rough and loud is because we're afraid. We want to keep telling the man what to do because we're afraid that he's going to ruin everything and ruin our lives. And so that fear is just, you know, making you confront him and making you speak to him and have an attitude that's not gentle and quiet. But God is the enforcer. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to do what you need to be done in that man, not you. So after you've said your peace, let God be the enforcer. That's number two. Now, number three, treat him like he's already arrived. This is probably the most important thing that I'm going to say today. Treat him as if he's already arrived. Many of you, if you're in a relationship or you'll be in a relationship, you're going to meet a man and you're going to be so taken with that man. You're going to be so impressed with him. You're going to see him like, wow, this guy can be this incredible businessman. This guy, he has such a great business mind. Or you may be, you know, taken with his spirituality. Oh my goodness, I just love the way he loves God. I love how committed he is. He's going to be a powerful man of God. Or maybe he is, you just like him as a person. Man, I just admire how everyone loves him. I just admire what a good person he is, how he's so kind and, and open. And he always makes everybody feel good. Whatever it is you admire about him, and when you admire men, you automatically think about what he's going to be like in the future. You automatically think about his ideal self. What could this man become? So what I want you to do is I want you to think about that ideal self, what he can become, and treat him like he's already there. Treat him like he's already that person. Treat him like he's already that powerful man of God. Treat him like he's already that billionaire businessman. Treat him like he's already that that amazing community leader. Whatever it is, however it is you see him, that he has a potential to be that's making you want to marry him and take him off the market from anyone else, any other girl getting him. Treat him like he's already arrived. When you get married, treat him like he's already that person. Because when you get married, you're going to see his habits. You're going to see him in his boxers. You're going to see him in ways that may cause you that picture to fade, you know, because you're going to become so familiar with him. He's not going to be that picture that is so far away. He's going to become so familiar. You see him all the time and you see him in ways that are not necessarily grand, in ways that are not necessarily like a king. But you have to continue to see the king in him and treat him like he's already arrived. Treat him like he's already that person. The Proverbs 31 woman about her husband, they're saying that her husband is an elder in the gates, but they were attributing that that to her. It's because of her that her husband was an elder in the gates. He was an elder in the gates just because he, it was because of her that he was an elder in the gates. That's something that she did. And you have the potential to make your husband anything you want him to be. Your husband will rise to the level of honor that you give him. 
So you can dictate how much he does by how much you believe in him. So if you treat him like he's already arrived, you treat him like he's already that king, you treat him like he's already that mighty man of God, you treat him like he's already that that powerful business tycoon, you treat him like he's already there while he's in the seed form, while he's not doing too much. You know, he may just have a small group, but you rave about that small group. He may just have a one little one or two clients you make him feel like he's he's already got a a multinational corporation you know you make him feel like he's already there and you treat him that way i guarantee you he will rise to the occasion he will become that person we have the power to dictate how high our husband's goals by how much we believe in him and the level of honor we give them Okay, so I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I'm just going to give you three today because there's so much more to say, but I'll just give you three. I'll save the rest for another episode. You can have an absolutely beautiful marriage. Marriage is hard work, but it doesn't have to be hard for all all your life. Don't think that marriage has to be hard all your life. Once you learn the practical skills, you've learned them and you can continue to rinse and repeat them. I can't remember the last time I had to, I felt like my marriage was hard. I can't remember. I've I've been married eight years. I can't remember the last time I felt like, oh man, this is so hard. I can't remember it. But in the beginning, I had to learn some skills. I sure did. Had to learn some skills, had to learn some of the things that I'm teaching you, especially this one. So once you learn the skills, man, it's beautiful. So I am excited for you. I'm excited for the type of man that God is going to give you. I'm excited for your future. Don't settle for less because you can absolutely have the best. And that's what God wants to give you. Have a great day. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard, out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.